What's up, guys? Welcome to 49ers After Dark. We're your hosts, Grant Cohn, Jesse Naylor. Niner fans losing their mind, sky falling week four. It's great for content creators. I'm having a great time. Sky's <laughs> not really falling. How you doing, Jesse? Well, I beg to differ, Grant. I'm in Florida, and the sky is definitely falling here. No joke. No, real talk. Uh, I just want to say thank you to anybody that's shot like a prayer my way, a thought my way. We are good. I'm in Tampa. Luckily, the storm late last night shifted, went a little bit south of us. So we've been great, but not so much south of us. So I would say any thoughts, prayers, whatever, whatever it is you want to give, I would throw their way for sure. They definitely need it there. Yeah, we were we were bracing for, to not do the show tonight. Um, yeah. And I told him he was I mean, how do you offer help to someone who's on the other side of the uh, country? But still, if you want to crash with me, you're welcome to come on over. Plus, you are going to crash <laughs> me in a couple of months. Yeah, anyway, absolutely. Um, so, look, uh, Kyle's under under fire this week. Jimmy's under fire this week. The Niners have as close to a must-win game as you could have right now. Um, so let's start with Kyle Shanahan. I've been real tough on him, but let's kind of take a step back and just analyze why this season is so crucial for him, win or lose. Yeah, I, I just think that Kyle has something that he can prove to the naysayers, right? And I know that I'm also hard on Kyle, but I do believe that he's still probably the right man for the job, mostly because I think if we want to see Trey Lance reach his potential in a 49er uniform, whether we agree with how Shanahan ran him, he's the only guy that put his investment and his stock into Trey Lance. So if somebody else comes in, that's not necessarily going to happen. So with that being said, I think Shanahan, much like last year, when they started three and five, to me, proved a lot, right? Because he was able to bring that team out of the depths of a losing season. It was not looking good. And I thought he did a great job taking accountability and just kind of changing the way that he was perceived by the media. Now, the beginning of this year, he's kind of reverted back. But I would say this. I think in a winning season, certainly he can do what he did last year and prove a lot to people, showing he can do it twice. I also think in a losing season, knowing that there probably are players in this locker room that prefer one quarterback over the other, whether it's a big issue or not, certainly those things can come to light more when teams start to lose. And even if they have a losing season, in my opinion, if Shanahan can keep this together, he's going to prove as much or more to me, at least, than he would in a winning season. And again, I look at the optics. I look at the personal stuff. I look at just the human side of things. To me, those things are important. So even in a losing season, Shanahan can really prove a lot to us. If he loses this season, I, I don't know what's going to happen to him. I think that's why this season is so big for him. Like mm-hmm. People are really doubting him more than they've doubted him in like 10 years and they're looking at him. I think his peers are looking at him uh, and laughing because of the Trey Lance thing. Not that they wouldn't have drafted Trey Lance, but I think they correctly um, assessed that they that Kyle did a terrible job of developing Trey Lance and the way he used him in year two was ridiculous. So there's that. Um, and then there's the fact that he lost Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins are doing really well and the Niners offense looks not just mediocre but bad. So a lot of people are looking at him like, man, like did we have you wrong the whole time? Like, were, were you not a genius? Was Were you taking credit for Mike McDaniel's homework? All this kind of stuff. So I don't, he's never faced this from the fan base, from media before. If he could prove us all wrong and show that Mike McDaniel was not essential to him and that, um, you know, Trey Lance's injury was just a fluke and that he can win with whatever, then 
you know, we'll all have to give him a big apology. But I think a lot of people are kind of expecting that he, that's not going to happen. So big year for him. To I mean, he's always had critics. And he's always done a really good job of like silencing them. Now, now the critics are getting really loud. And it's looking like he doesn't have a response. Although the response would be beating the Rams this week. So let's see. Yeah, I would say even some of his biggest fans, right? I think even yeah. they're starting to be like, I, listen, I still like Shanahan, but there are some weird things going on here. And so when that starts to happen and you start to see that shift, it really is hard to kind of turn that around. So we'll we'll see what happens here. But yeah, it is. It's a huge season for Shanahan. Not that he's going to be fired, right? I don't want to like put it out there that I think he's going to be fired one it's way or another. Four. Let's not even go there. Yeah, it's, week yeah, it, it's yeah. way too early for that. But it is huge for him in many, many ways. There's so many ways he can either lose the public perception or win the public perception, whether they win or lose. And I'm curious to see how he navigates this season. I really am. What he did with uh, Trey Lance, uh, to me, he can't talk his way out of. He did that. It was terrible. The one thing that's interesting, though, is the Mike McDaniels thing. Like, you got to now show that you're good without him because he's doing well without you. And what the thing that's interesting about them is they worked together for 18 years. It's so interesting, their story. Yeah. Mike McDaniel got his start with Mike Shanahan. Kyle got his start with John Gruden. They were in different places. So I don't know how Mike Shanahan heard of Mike McDaniel, but he brought him in as an intern in 05 and was so impressed that he got a job the next year with Gary Kubiak and Houston um, anyway. So I'm trying to figure out what did Mike McDaniel do? There was a quote from Kyle Shanahan two, three weeks ago before week one where he explained it. He's like, look, I've had Mike for 18 of my 20 years as a coach. Only two of those years was he a position coach, which means he never had a group of players to focus on, which means he was my guy. He was the guy making tapes, clips. So it sounds to me like he was the game planning extraordinaire. And then you had Joe Staley on with Rob Guerrera, Stats on Fire, friend of the show, love that guy. Uh, and he, Joe Staley said, look, man, Kyle Shanahan is the play caller. He takes it and puts it together and figures out the sequencing and when to call things. Mike McDaniel is the play designer. And what's crazy is we always said about Kyle, great play designer, iffy play caller. Well, he wasn't even designing the run plays. It was Mike McDaniel. So Kyle has a lot to prove here. You know, you got Chris Forrester, you got your dad, you got your own 20 years of experience. Show that you didn't, that you weren't cheating off of Mike McDaniel's test the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like, show that it wasn't a group test and that he wasn't doing all the work. I saw, we, that's, we got to see that. I, so far, I, I guess that's what it looks like. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna push back just slightly because here's here's what I'll say. Push. You look at the first two weeks of this season, they were running a ball the ball at an extremely high clip. And in this last week, they would have done it again, but they couldn't get they couldn't convert a third down. They couldn't stay on the field. They just couldn't do it. They were on pace for another 150 plus. So and Hold that was though. with Hold two different though. quarterbacks. Hold on though. Let me push back yeah. on the, on your pushback. Yeah, push, push, push back on, on your pushback. pushback. All right, yeah, yeah. So you can't um, triple stamp a double stamp Lloyd. <laughs> so Staley was talking about the run plays. Um Staley's been gone for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. McDaniel was the run game coordinator. He graduated to offensive coordinator. And I think what Kyle was saying was, forget run game, forget the title. He was the guy making the clips. He was the guy showing you what the opponent was doing because he didn't have a specific um, position group. So I, 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 I think he probably helped the pass game too, especially when he was the offensive coordinator. And look what he's doing. I mean, they're not running it a ton in Miami. They're passing the hell out of the ball. So I think his 
influence was probably widespread. And it doesn't mean the Niners will fail without him, but it does mean that his absence is critical, I think. And they, it's a big shoes to fill. Clay Kubiak, you're up. Yeah, they did, certainly didn't miss a beat when LaFleur left, right? Like, that didn't happen at all. They were just fine. And, you know, but I will say this. This offense has struggled mightily in one half or the other, and that started last year as well. It's true. They, they first half, they couldn't score. For, it's like, true. the first half of the season, they could not score in the first half of games. Then it shifted in the second half of games they couldn't score. They really haven't put together – many complete games from a scoring aspect for a few years now. And that was with Mike McDaniel here. So I don't, I don't know, man, I, I really, I can't put a finger on it. Coming back to the, the original topic, then we'll move on why the season is so big for Shanahan. It just feels like he's starting to look like a system coach. You know, the way he used Trey, the, the way that Jimmy Garoppolo seems to be pushing back on the way he uses him. Like Jimmy's actually trying to act like he's being hamstrung by Kyle Shanahan like he's got his quarterbacks pushing back it, this is all this is all uncharted territory for Kyle Shanahan so he has to you know navigate these choppy waters and we haven't seen him do it yet so and he's gonna have to do it without Spock who apparently he, is Mike McDaniel so Captain Kirk let's see you do it you got yeah, to. he, he yeah. has to change something something has to change no doubt about it and we'll see we'll see what his growth is in this season because one like I said one way or another we're gonna either see growth or we're gonna see stagnation and we'll, we'll see which way it goes. We haven't seen growth yet. This is the week. The Rams. Got to win. Elvis, thank you. Dave, what's up, guys? I've been tuning in. Jesse, haha, Grant, as always, killing it. Love the cone phone. Having your dad and you to, uh, to discuss is awesome. Same with all your guests. Jesse is killing it. You guys are unbiased truth. Dave is just such a nice guy. Thank you, Dave. I, always, hey, my favorite show is him and his dad as well. So. Oh, yeah. Play Mace. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. It's nice to have my dad back. We didn't do it for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Dave says, last thing, Eddie D never would have stood for this. Yeah, he would have been losing his mind, which I appreciate because I feel like I'm losing my mind. I don't even root for this team. Jovell, <laughs> thank you. Brian, thank you. Uh, Dave, coming through clutch. La not last thing, we may need to clean house of some of the vets if they can't move on from Jimmy. And why was Lenore instead of Womack? Am I seeing 2021? That was strange, man. Lenore is good for one penalty a game. Why? I like Womack. What was wrong with him? I think it has something to do with the run fits potentially, but okay. Womack's playing well. I, I think... If if it was me, I'd play the matchups. I would play Womack this week against Cup. I like I that matchup that. a lot more. Don't talk to me about run fits against the Rams. They can't run yeah, the ball. Yeah, I don't care. Nathan says, what's up, Grant and Jesse? Jesse, glad you and your family are doing good. Praying for everyone in Florida dealing with the hurricane. Ian, yes. Absolutely. All right. Let's talk about Jimmy. Jimmy looked good in the first half of the Seattle game in relief. He looked bad in the second half. He looked bad against the Broncos. He's looked bad for six straight quarters. He says he's not in football shape. He wasn't here all offseason. Um, is this going to get better? And if not, what is the breaking point? Uh, I didn't spell point right. I'm going to take this down. What is the breaking point where the Niners go to Brock Purdy? Gosh, I would say... I would say if they're under 500 the first week out of the bye week. So I think they play the Chargers. So let's say they go mm -hmm. into that four and four. Then they come out of a bye week. Jimmy's still not looking good. They lose that game and they're four and five. I think that's probably when they just say, listen, and, and I'll say this. I had this to a similar topic earlier in the week uh, with, I can't even remember if it was Sunil or Jack, but either way, we were talking about 
something similar to this. And I didn't think there was a chance that Jimmy would be pulled. But looking at it, I was kind of swayed by the other person because they were like, listen, J- Jimmy's the backup now. It's not like you're pulling your starter. Mm-hmm. And look at how much money you can save by not playing him. So if you're not going to win anyways, why don't you just save the money, put him on the also, bench and get, you know, let it go. So I, I really think, I think the breaking point is that Chargers game. If they are under 500 after that, it's over. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think they need to like let this, the sink shit, let the ship sink with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, why he like you said he's just a backup quarterback he hasn't done anything all offseason he says he's not in football shape he might not be even top level Jimmy isn't great but if this is the version of Jimmy that you're getting this year I mean what they could do if he's I mean if he's disgruntled if he's struggling and not in football shape and blaming Kyle and not with the program and and like maybe you do better with Brock I'm just saying so what they could always do is if Jimmy loses to the Rams and looks terrible which is frankly quite possible without Trent Williams playing you could say Jimmy's hurt. His back hurts. He has a groin injury. Whatever. Tell him, Jimmy, you're injured. We're not going to humiliate you. We're not benching you, but you're injured and you're not playing. And Brock's going to play for a week and we'll see what he does. And if Brock plays poorly, you'll be healthy next week, Jimmy. And if Brock, Brock plays well, you are going to be still injured next week. I mean, that's what you could do. Because I, I, I mean, bro, honestly, Jimmy's not that gifted. The difference physically between him and Brock isn't that big. Brock's been here every step of the way this offseason. Brock's bought in. Jimmy's not. Jimmy hasn't. I, I, I'm not saying bench him now, but I'm also saying sign Cam Newton. So I'm real. I, I wouldn't give Jimmy eight weeks. Like, show us something now. Show us something this week. We saw what you looked like last time you played the Rams. Come on. Like, what do you got? I don't know. Do you, do you feel like Kittle was a little perturbed in the postgame? When talking about it was either the post game of the day. I can't remember. My days are running together right now, to be honest. But he talked this week and talked about why they lost that game. Yeah. Sounded like he was putting it all on Jimmy to me, which was interesting for a guy who's they're like best friends. That was a different shift from him. I did not expect to see that. Agree. Um, He said, basically, we made mistakes there. You know, one for 10 on third down the the turnovers. Yeah. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Yep. I don't know. I, it just doesn't oh. seem like he's bought in. I mean, all the, from what what he showed in that game was one of the worst starts of his career. Mm. I mean, you can't say the safety was rust. And so, uh, just utter carelessness, um, uh, sloppiness. And after he lost, a big smile on his face that really pissed off Brent Jones in particular. Um, played with Joe Montana and Steve Young. Never saw that. So, I think also... What what was caught on camera by Brooks and was Brooks Anderson BNA music NBA? yeah yeah BNA music yep um your plays suck man like wow like Jimmy's not looking real great right now you know I don't know it, I don't know it, man. the lip reading was hard on that but it definitely ended in suck man and it looked like play or plays so I don't know like if plays, he's talking to himself man. yeah like your your play like he's talking to himself or your I don't either way. Wasn't a good, wasn't good optics. I mean, when when you factor in that Jimmy Garoppolo last week was saying like, I need more freedom. And Kyle's Mm -hmm. like, I mean, what he's saying is you're hamstringing me. You're telling me what to do and it's not working to me. That's what it seems like is what he's saying. I'm throwing to the guy you tell me to throw to. He's not open. And so, you know, people are going to crush me when they look at the all 22 and say X, Y, Z was open down the field. You're telling me to throw here, right? You're telling this, the play call here's, 
the, the coverage I'm thinking is going to be. Here's where I want you to go with the ball. And I think what he's saying is, let me figure it out. Let me do the math problem on my own. Because your answers aren't giving me the right answers. And I think what he's saying, and maybe he's wrong, but the fact that all this, like, that they're not on the same page. Yeah. I don't think Brock Purdy would be feuding with the coach. I don't think you can win if the coach and the quarterback are feuding. So maybe I'm wrong. Let's see, Jimmy, you got another chance this week. Beat the Rams. And then we won't talk about this. But if you lose to the Rams and you and you have the the, the safety and the pick six and the the, the 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 interception forced into double coverage over the middle that we're all expecting, why do we need to see that again and again and again? You said something a few minutes ago. You said that you think this is a must win. Do you you really think this is a must win? Like they've got to win this one. They got to have it. Uh, if they lose this one, I don't. I mean, they're one in three. The season isn't over, but it's hard to look at this team as a legit Super Bowl contender. I mean, yeah. I mean, they'll probably beat Atlanta and, and Chicago and, and and Carolina, but Carolina, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I think they will, but at the same time, they lost to Chicago, so it's hard to say what this team's going to do. They keep beating themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody can. And I know people are doing it, looking at the schedule and going, "Oh, that's a win. That's a win." That's I can you do that with anybody? The right Niners now? beat themselves. They beat themselves, right. so they could lose any game. Yeah, I don't think it's a must win in the sense it's a must win for the division. I do believe that if they lose this game, they're not winning the division because essentially they're two and a half games behind the Rams. They're two games in the loss column. They also have a loss to an NFC opponent week one to where the Rams lost to an AFC opponent. So now they're losing that tiebreaker as well. So they're not going to win the division if they lose this game. I think they can still make the playoffs if they lose this game, but it's a must win for the division. It really is. I guess why I'm saying it feels like a must-win game is it feels like this team is on the brink of collapse. Like it feels like there's something different about this team that they're split, that they're angry, that they're not going along with the program of their head coach. And if they start one and three, that I don't know if they have. They've always been such a tight-knit team. I don't know if they are anymore. So I don't know what happens if they lose to the Rams this weekend. If they beat the Rams, I mean they're back in business. So that's why this is such a big week. Like if they win. It's like none of this stuff ever happened. They just yeah. beat the Super Bowl champions. Forget about it. They're slow starters. If they lose, like, oh, my God, there's something seriously wrong here. What is going on? I think. Yeah, it does feel yeah. different, right? Like even yeah. at three and five last year, I, I still felt like there was togetherness. It does seem like there's some sort of something going on. I can't put a finger on it. I can't say for sure, but there sure is a lot of odd leaks coming out. I'll say that. Yeah, I mean. It does. It definitely felt like the the locker room was never all in with the Trey Lance thing. But last year yeah. was Jimmy's year, and it feel I felt like the team rallied around Jimmy. And this year, the team doesn't know what. Like Jimmy's not good enough to rally around. He's not in football shape. He's got a million excuses. Like the team doesn't know what to do, and I think they're kind of frustrated about all of it. You know? Yeah, I, I know you can it feel is. it. You really can yeah. feel it. Yeah. Um. They wanted Jimmy to be the answer. He's not the answer. At least not yet. Maybe he will be this week. Ryan says, what's up, Grant and Jesse? Love the show. Why is Kyle completely taking Kittle out of the pass game and Jordan Mason only one touch? Because he's a troll. No, I think he's try- he keeps talking about football shape, right? Like Kittle's not in football shape yet. Armstead's not in football shape yet. And, and Kittle's injury prone. If you keep throwing him out there when he's not in football shape, he'll keep getting hurt. So, I mean, what are you supposed to do? I get it. What, I, what you're supposed to do is trade Kittle. Sorry. That's <laughs> yeah, but if you don't trade Kittle, then you have yeah. to manage Kittle. What sucks <laughs> is managing true. Kittle it means – Seven yards of carry. I mean, a catch. What the hell happened, man? Uh, gosh, dude. I don't know. I don't. I just don't know how much of that's Kyle. How much of that's Jimmy? That's what's so. 
Okay, so if if Jimmy and Kyle really are at odds the way it sure seems that way, it's such an interesting thing because neither one of them want each other, but they need each other so yeah, much. Jimmy needs Kyle because he needs to put a good resume out there for the next team, and Kyle needs to freaking win games to keep this locker room together. It's such a strange pairing. Dave Barclay says, if we aren't advancing, then why not play the kid? Well, I have a feeling that, that um, Purdy might not be that great either. And this whole, like, who's better discussion is really, like, oh, doesn't matter. And Kyle, like, has a weird taste in, in, like, physically ungifted quarterbacks. So it's possible that Purdy you, – you, if you bench Jimmy and you go to Purdy and he loses and plays bad, then you look even dumber. That These these are the decisions Kyle has. How do I not look stupid, even more dumb than I have the last the first three weeks? Because he looks bad right now. I mean, the way he got Trey hurt, the way Jimmy's looking, I mean, ten, he's got twenty like 28th in points scored. How do I not look even dumber? That's what he's thinking right now. And Brock Purdy can make him look real dumb if he ain't if he ain't good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he doesn't know. <laughs> Scary times, right? Jovell says hello, guys. Love the show. Quick question: What's up, Jovell? If the if the playoffs are not in question, does Trey get the last four or five games? No. I mean, if he's able to he come won't back, be in football shape. He won't yeah, be in football shape. Yeah, I no. You only do it if he's fully, fully healthy. Right, like yeah. there's no question that he's healthy. Then sh- certainly, yes, of course. Because if he has a setback and you get him hurt again, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, you th- you thought he took credit uh, took criticism for running him up the, uh, the tackles. What about if he gets him hurt again? His neck, his back, his. I'm not going to finish that bar. <laughs> Jay Small says, "Why have Brock if the vets wanted Jim? Wouldn't be fair for Lance despite injury. Why have Brock if the vets wanted Jim? Who cares what the vets want? Yeah, That's I mean, if they're losing." If you yeah. wanted Jim so bad and you're losing, then screw you. You asked yeah. for this. David says, going to be hard to bench Jimmy when Flav is such a great PR agent for him. <laughs> Flav is convinced that the Niners are going to win handily this weekend. We'll see. Uh, Would you trade the farm for Lamar Jackson? The farm? You don't have a farm to trade. You traded it yeah, for what, what? Yeah, That's what I was going to say. Our crops are dried up, my man. Yeah. I mean, I love Lamar's actually – I was I, – I was, Looking at him being like, what's up, man? Like, why have you struggled the last couple of years? Well, it's always nice to see a guy uh, respond to questions. Do we trust Kyle with Lamar, though? <laughs> like, no. He's going to be like, no. you know what? I know that you're really good at improvising and doing your own thing and getting Don't outside you of dare. the Quarterback power. That's right. C. Turley <laughs> says, if Jimmy loses his game, similar to how he did against Denver, do you think he gets benched? I don't know. I, th- I, I, still I think, think it's within the realm of possibility. If, if, if Jimmy's playing bad and mouthing off to Kyle – who knows? Dude, bench him, Kyle. Come on. Don't take that. Don't don't, don't let him say that your plays suck. You're going to be on Monday Night Football. Zero unity, says Dave. Yeah. Toby says, defense had to score 14 points, special team 6 points, offense 10 points, and they will win. Yeah, if the defense scores 14. The Polo Show says, it feels like this locker room has revenge tour fatigue. Yeah, man, they've been on the revenge tour for like half a decade. Kyle's yeah, not a genius, crazy. period. Yeah, we got we got to stop throwing around the genius label. These are football coaches. Okay, yeah. gotta stop. Michael says Jimmy hasn't had a uh, Jimmy doesn't have a mic back to Kyle's ear. If this is the case, he was talking directly to Kyle to tell all his plays suck. I don't think he does have a mic back to Kyle's ear, does he? I don't think so. No. I wish he did though. I wish he did. Last one. Chris Soto seventeen says Trey Lance. I made too many mistakes, Jimmy Garoppolo. We were terrible today. Who is the nine year vet? Also, Lamar better negotiate with <laughs> to get rid of banana hands. Ooh. Yeah, man. If Lamar wants to come to the Niners, but he doesn't want to work with Kyle Shanahan, who do you keep? Lamar? <laughs> is Kyle expendable at that point? 
Come on. <laughs> All right. So the Niners playing the Rams this week. This is it. This is a huge game. The Niners will win this game if what happens? They've got to be able to run the ball a lot <laughs> because not only do we not trust Jimmy Garoppolo, but the best left tackle in the game is out, right? So yeah. if Jimmy is feeling very jittery because he doesn't have his protection, it's not going to go well. So what was the formula to beat the Rams last year in the regular season, Grant? It was running the ball 40 freaking yeah. times. I'm not yeah. going to say 40 is the number, but they've got to get to 30. If they get to 30 rushing attempts, they've won this game, in my opinion. So run the hell out of the ball. Yeah, I don't know that they're going to be able to run the ball that well because the last yeah. time Jimmy Garoppolo faced the Rams, they shut the run down. And everyone knows if you're facing Jimmy and Debo and this team, you have to stop the run or you're going to lose. So they may want to, they may try, they may fail, they may lose. I think what they what has to happen, I think their elite defense has to force multiple turnovers and give the offense short fields. Like, the, the defense almost has to score. And short of that, they have to give the offense, like, layups, man. Because I don't know how well the offense is going to move the ball. They're, they're going to have a defense that's going to be keyed in to their running game, and you don't have Trent Williams. And when it's time to pass and they know it, if you fall behind, good luck. If it's third and nine, good luck. Like, this defense is really going to have to be amazing and score points. So I'm thinking scoring points, multiple turnovers, that kind of stuff from this defense. And they could. I mean, the Rams have a terrible offensive line. Their quarterback's mistake prone. They have like one good player on offense. Like they could definitely dominate this game. They've done it before. They did it week 10 last year. I mean, they knocked out the Rams in week one, uh, in the first quarter, Jimmy Ward twice. They need to do that. Yeah, you're, you're right about that. I mean, they definitely have to be dominant. But at the same time, Grant, okay, when we look at the pick six fumble, which was a glorious play in itself, but when we look at that, the three drives around that were 49ers started at their own 43, started mm -hmm. at their own 43 again, started at Denver's 41. They combined for 25 total yards and three points. Good field position is not going to be enough, Grant. It may not be enough. They have to do something on off. They have to do something on offense. Something. No, you're right. They have to do something on offense. That's they have to do something. The Niners will lose if win if they do something on offense. Something. <laughs> Maybe that's the end. do something. Anything. Do anything. Yeah, and especially like after the first half, you know, like they're gonna score in the first quarter. Their script will be nice. Can you do anything after the first half? Yeah, that's because no. Last few times it's been no. all right. The Niners will lose to the Rams Monday night if what happens. They can't convert on third down. If you have another game where you're one of 10 or anything close to that, it's over for you. You you cannot establish the run if you can't put drives together. Jimmy Garoppolo, that is one thing that Jimmy has done well, regardless of what we want to say about Jimmy. He has done very well on third down in this offense. That was the worst performance maybe he's ever had on third down, and it led to a disaster of a game. They have to convert on third down. They have to. It's true. They do have to convert on third down. Um, good luck with that, though. I don't know. <laughs> Here's one. They have to They have to hold their own against Cooper Cup. They have to figure out which nickelback gives them the best chance against Cooper Cup. Like in the past, they had Kwan Williams, who would hold his own, um, but he was starting to get torched by the end, and that's why they got rid of him. Now they got Sam Womack and D'Amador Lenore, and I think Womack's better 
They brought in Lenore last last week. I'm thinking because they were more worried about Denver running the ball than Denver passing the ball. Fine. Um, this is a different team. The Rams can't run the ball. They throw it to one guy over and over and over and over again. And if you can't at least hold your own, you're screwed. And um, I thought Womack might be able to hold his own. I don't think Lenore can. And not only that, he'll give up big plays. He'll commit penalties. So they got to figure that out. If you can't stop Cup, you're screwed. I wonder if, and we saw this a little bit. I want to say it was the, no, I think it was Seattle that I saw Ward travel to the slot. I think it was well, Seattle. Yeah, it was. Maybe that's well, maybe that's the option. Whatever it Ward is. Travel. Yeah. They have to have an answer for Cup. And yeah. they, it's like, you knew this. You, he was the best receiver last year in the league. You had to have a plan. He beat you in the NFC Championship game. Let's see what... And I, you know what? I, I, I have all this snark and, and skepticism for Kyle because he, he can't get out of his own way. Not for D'Amico. I trust that D'Amico will figure this out. And I, I'm just kind of curious to see what his solution is. I, I'm, I'm not telling D'Amico what to do. I'm actually just kind of curious to see what he does. I think he'll have the right answer. He usually does. I think he needs to dust off the old Sala game plan because Sala did a great job. He he knew about Cooper before it seems like everybody else did because for a couple of years, if you look at the way that they played against the Rams when Sala was around, racket coverage, they did not let him do anything, and that correct. is what killed that team. So that's correct. you do the same thing right now, different quarterback, right? But if you do the same thing right now, he doesn't want to throw to anybody else. I mean, right. Higby every once in a while, but... Who cares, right? Like ironic. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, but you're right. Sala identified like four or five years ago that the offense goes through cup. If you shut down cup uh, in that run game, you win. And the the Rams have no run game anymore. It's all about cup. And I think the thing with D'Amico is he's way more aggressive than Sala. And he has his, his, his cornerbacks challenging receivers in their faces, press man, man, you don't have anyone that can match up with Cooper cup. So Sala was much more careful with Cup. Play off, bracket, don't let Cup beat you. Like, you're almost daring Cup to beat you, D'Amico. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see how he handles this. You're daring him to yeah. beat you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, D'Amico was here for that. So maybe yeah. he's like, all right, we'll, we'll do D'Amico that. D'Amico did do a good job bracketing and shutting down Devontae Adams before the NFC Championship game. So he can do it. He just let Cup destroy him in the NFC Championship game. Let's play yeah. the over-under game and get out of here. It's been a while since we've been over the place, Tim yeah. game. <laughs> all yeah. right. So just to be clear, we're one and one. We weren't able to do it last week. We got hijacked by Super Chats. Uh, but week two, I won. Week one, you won. So we're one and one going into this one. All right, we'll start with the offense first. Over or under 235.5 passing yards for Jimmy Garoppolo? I'm going to say under. I mean, there's always the possibility that he'll get like a bunch of screens that go for long gains. Um, the Rams sometimes give those up against the Niners, but without Trent Williams, Aaron Donald, he says he's not in football shape. Like, I'm not just going to bet on Jimmy to like have a magical bounce back. Like, he's been struggling since last year. Um, I, I'm kind of going to bet against him until he has one good game. I, I'm not really convinced he's going to turn this around anytime soon. When was the last good, good game he played? Falcons? Yes. Yes, and that was 10 games ago. So he's talking like yeah. nine in a row. Yeah. It, it's nine in a row. Not good. It hasn't been no. good. Um, 235. It's such a doable number. I know. Such a doable number. Um, I'll go under as well. 
I don't feel good about it. I really think he might get there, but I'm going to go under. Okay. Brandon Ayuk, 55.5 receiving yards. Over or under? <laughs> what do you have last week? 39? Something yeah. like that. But he they, had, they, they what, yeah. three the catches? On, on this t- over. I'm going to say over. The D- they have Jalen Ramsey, but he's not going to be on Ayuk. Yep. And Ayuk isn't going to be facing like Pat Sertan anymore. Over? Oh, I have no confidence in that. Over? I have no confidence in that. Why did I say over? Under. I don't know. Over. I'm <laughs> I'm going to go over as well. And the only reason right. is this. NFC Championship game. When I go back and I watch that game, Ayuk was wide open all over the field because Ramsey did not follow him. And he's not mm-hmm. going to follow him again. So with that being said, Shanahan has to know. He has to watch that tape and see all of that. And Jimmy has to be ready to throw his way. Now, that's the iffy part. If I see Ayuk running another dig and Jimmy doesn't hit him on a wide open dig, I'm going to pull my freaking hair out. But the option will be there. Ayuk will be open. He will probably be open a lot. Jimmy, just throw the damn ball his way. You'll get your 235 and a half that way also, I promise you. Yeah. All right, Debo, over or under? Five and a half carries. I'm going to say under. I don't think the Debo running back thing is working anymore. I think you want to give him a couple carries, and I think you want to throw it to him out of the backfield because you get him on linebackers and stuff. But, dude, just throw him a screen, man. Like, it's not working anymore. When Trey Lance was here, it was going to work because it was a whole different thing. Now you're just, it just seems like, the league's caught on, man. I, I don't see the upside anymore, and you're going to get him hurt. So hopefully under. God, dude, you're not going the way that I expect you to go on these. I agree. I think it's going to be under as well. They need to get him going in the jet sweeps. If they're going to run him, get back to the jet sweeps. Those still work. I pr- End like, rounds, jet sweeps, screens. Yes, I mean, all that. Yes. Why are you running in between the tackles? Why is Kyle so obsessed with the tackles in between them? He wants you're, to be You're there. right. I'll say this, though. He might get over five and a half because they do. They've thrown those screens like they've gone five wide and they've thrown those screens that end up actually being running plays because it's behind the line of scrimmage. He might sneak over because of a play like that, but we'll see. I'm going to go under as well. All right. George Kittle over under three and a half catches. Mm. Over. They need him to be over. And if he had four catches last week, then he needs five catches this week. I know they're trying to be cautious and stuff, but you got to up it. You got to up the. The usage because they're not going to win without throwing in the ball. Twenty-eight receiving yards. It's got to be more. It's got to yeah. be more. I would agree. It's got to be more. I'm going to go under. You don't have Trent Williams. Guess who's going to be your sixth sixth offensive lineman? That's a good George point. Kittle. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good point. They've proven that's the case. So I I just I don't see him out there for a lot of routes. I really don't. So I'm going to go under on that. That, one. Bo- that bodes well for this game. All right. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it does. All right. Yeah. Over or under one and a half turnovers for the 49ers offense? Over. <laughs> Sorry. Over. <laughs> Is Jimmy Garoppolo their quarterback? Yeah, over. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he throw two picks in the NFC Championship game? Yeah. Yeah. Over. Okay, yeah. Okay, all right. I'm going to go under. I'm optimistic you. about this one. I like it. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm going to go under. I think they okay. have one turnover. I do. Right. I think they're going to have one, but uh, they're not going to get that second one. Something about DBs. They don't like to catch Jimmy's passes sometimes. So they will yeah, be there. there will, the opportunities feathery. will be there. Yeah. yeah, that's true. All right, let's look at the defensive side of things. All right. Over or under two and a half team sacks? 
Over. I think they got I think they got this. I think uh, the Rams have a terrible offensive line. Matthew Stafford is not particularly mobile. He holds all onto the ball a long time. He wants to get it down the field. He's going down lots of times. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go over as well. But remember in Chicago, we thought it was going to be over as well, and we were both wrong about that. That's true. All right. Fields over or under 230.5 passing yards for Matthew Stafford? Under. Okay. Under. Without Beckham, I just don't see where those yards are coming from. I mean, 100 could go to cut, but where's the next 100 coming from? Higby? Skoranek? Maybe. Maybe. 180 might go to cup. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know it might. Plays. It might. It's true. It's true. It really might. Yeah. I'm going to go over. I'm going to okay. go over. I, I just, this team's just not a rushing team anymore, man. They just That's love true. to pass it all over the yard. He may get multiple picks, but he's going to throw that thing around. So I'm going to go over. Okay. Over under 90.5 rushing yards for the Rams. Under. I expect the Niners defense to show up. They they have shown up three three games in a row, yeah. except for the second half of the first game. So I'm expecting yeah. the Niners defense to do the thing. Under. Cam I agree. I, not impressed. Yeah. Not I, impressed. <laughs> I remember having the arguments that Cam Akers was somebody uh multiple people told me Cam Akers was better than Elijah Mitchell. Uh, maybe he was before he popped his Achilles, but not now. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe I'm going to go under 90.5 rushing yards defensively. Okay, here's the big one. Over or under 1.5 turnovers forced by the defense. It better be over or else they're going to lose. I'm going to say over. Better be over. Better be over. I'm going to go over. under. Uh, I'll, oh. I'll tell you why. Uh-oh. So... Uh-oh. For as good as this defense has been, the turnovers haven't been there. They nope. haven't. It, still, and when it is. It's like forced fumbles and stuff. Like you know what I mean? Right. It's like right. Josh Norman. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I I don't understand it. You know, in the first game, there wasn't a lot of throwing. I can understand that, but they didn't force any. Mm-hmm. Did they force any this last game? Mm. It was rough. None, right? I'm just banking on Stafford doing Stafford things because really, I'm not a. I think Stafford is like. He's a lot like Jimmy. He's like Jimmy with. Oh, they're the same. They're the same arm. player, except for Stafford has the arm. Man, he exactly. can make all the throws that Jimmy can't. Yeah, exactly. But if you just let Stafford do his thing, like he'll give you the ball. He'll give you some opportunities, yeah. just like yeah. Jimmy. So we'll see. Same player mentally. I'm gonna say same player mentally. They're not the exactly same physically, exactly. but they no, are no, no, mentally no. gunslingers. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, he will, man. But Jimmy Ward's not there, right? Jimmy, Jimmy Ward is. He's really feasted off this. So, well, Hafunga, maybe Hafunga can do Hifunga, it. yeah, he'll have some ops. Yeah. This is the last game without Jimmy Ward, probably, too. So that's good. They get him yeah. back. They've got some yeah. reinforcements coming back. I'm going to go under. I, I think there's two turnovers this game, one by the 49ers, one by the Rams. We have a lot of differences this week, so we'll see. Good. We'll see who good. wins this one and, and who can pull away. So Sweet. All right. Um, let's take all the questions and then bounce. Tobin says Kyle is locked into the 1980s head coaching reality. It's crazy how someone can go from being like ahead of the curve to behind the curve so fast. NFL moves quick. Kyle? He just, I don't know, man. I I know, listen, I, I get it. Like we can watch film and there are guys open all over the place. But again, you just have to question. I, I don't know what he's telling the quarterback. I don't know if he's, if Jimmy is forcing these balls into double coverage because of, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, no. And I, I go back and forth on it. Like I could see him being that kind of control freak. I don't know, man. It's it's hard to figure out, Kyle. 
Dave says, I, okay, I haven't heard. Is Lamar not staying a Raven? Uh, they didn't send a new ex- sign a new extension. I mean, they'll probably franchise and tag him. He's not getting any, going anywhere. Double B yeah. Studio says, K Pasta Grant, SA. Jesse, we're hanging out. Joseph says, sick of Kyle not rotating running backs. Yeah, that would be too obvious. Why would you do something so s- simple and obvious? What's smarter not to do that? Dave yeah. says, we need, we need Womack and Jimmy Ward along with the rest. And Verrett would help. For He's sure. Coming back too. Polo Show says, I wouldn't fire Kyle, but if they did, Ken Dorsey has done well with Josh Allen pairing with Lance. I mean, you got to be looking at Ken Dorsey, you know, rant aside. Te- teams are weird though, Chris, because what they do is whenever you have an offensive coach and you fire him, you go defense. And whenever you have a defensive coach and you fire him, you go, it's it's That's always true. this weird back and forth. So I agree. I, I know you've been pushing the Peyton thing. I personally would go the Dorsey route. I don't know. I, I like to see guys that haven't done it yet. But yeah. I, that I'm have Dorsey. just a fresh I'm perspective. Open-minded. Yeah. But I don't know if they would go that route. I you know really what's nice don't. about Ken Dorsey? He hasn't got suspended for a year. He never put a bounty on on players. That's nice. I mean, because the thing with Sean Payton is like he did that. That's how he won a Super Bowl he was a that. bounty. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, do you really want to bring that in your organization? Like, yeah, if you win a Super Bowl, but there's no guarantee. Like, he only Weren't they one. pumping uh, crowd noise in their stadium too? Like, they, they've done some shady Yeah, things, man. I mean, right? so, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. I, Ken Dorsey be interesting. Uh, double beast. Oh, hold on. Nathan. Sto- I don't uh, think you read that one yet. Yeah. Nathan says, run the ball, run the ball. What got me in Denver was they get first downs and pass, pass, pass. Like, Wilson is running good. Run the ball. Also, Jordan Mason, man, can we get yeah. him the ball? If you want to run the ball, can you use like another running back who's good? He might be good. Grant, you talk about this one a lot as well, but why are they going empty set on first down so much? line is trash. What are you doing? Like, uh, sorry, not say trash, but like that is not the strength of your team. Like you, you want extra blockers. What are you doing? And you, My- and you're. On first down, you're telling them you're passing. Like, yeah, why? You're not a good passing team. What are you doing? I don't get it. I don't get it. Double B Studio says Kyle didn't get his hat. That's why the problems. (laughs) He's got a hat problem this year? Maybe. Uh, Xenix says they beat the Rams week 18 without Trent. That's true, man. And you know who threw a touchdown pass that game? Debo. So we're going to need to see something crazy like that because Jimmy's not going to deliver more than freaking 17 points. How are you going to get that 23rd? How are you going to get up to the 20s with Jimmy? They're averaging 18 I, I, points per game in the last nine games, Jesse. I know we want to be optimistic about this one, and maybe they do win, right? But I'm I'm very pessimistic about this game. A lot of people point to, well, they were three and five last year, and they pulled it out, and mm-hmm. they beat the Rams. Like it's different. Every year is different. Every year presents different problems. And also, let's not forget that Debo running the ball the way he was was something new, yeah. right? It's not new anymore. So what is the new wrinkle? What is the new trick? What What is the element of surprise that you're going to bring to this game? Because the Rams have completely figured out how to play against Jimmy Garoppolo. They have. Also, also, if the Niners are slow starters, um, then they didn't figure their stuff out last week, last year until week 10. It's week four. Mm-hmm. You know, get it figured out now. You know, no more, no more slow start stuff. Don't be one right. and three. right. Michael says if Kyle has any creativity or sense of reality, he would put Purdy in for a drive or two this game. Boys legs, uh, boys got legs on a roll out the pocket will collapse. Yeah, but he also would have done that last year with Trey Lance, and he did. He's also so, got legs to run him like a running back up the middle. It's true. It's true. This team must score on defense, pick sixes only. Yeah, we got it. That, that's the game plan. You intercept the ball and then return it for a touchdown. I want you to do that today. 
Crisotto says the over-under should be yards in the air. Over-under is 50. <laughs> <laughs> Callie Tremor says, I'm not a Trey fan nor am I Team Jimmy. I'm a Niner fan through and through. Just want the team to get back to its winning ways without all the distractions, winter gear, cone beanies, just a thought. Good idea. That is a good idea. I like that. Um, what I'm thinking is, yeah, I mean, like, what if you bring in Ken Dorsey next year and Ken's like, you know what? Neither of these guys are the answer. I want to bring in someone. Well, I mean, I wouldn't hire him, but I, I have to hear what his what his plan is. But someone may have a plan like that, and you may be like, all right, well, I won't mind it. Because really, the, the team is there. As long as you figure out the quarterback, you should be able to win a Super Bowl. So if it's – it doesn't matter who it is. Just figure it out. It doesn't matter yeah. who it is. No, you're right. It really doesn't matter. Um, One more. Michael, over, under, Danny Gray, 0.5 plays on the field. In my opinion, deep ball could be a momentum swinger. Mark my words. Well, Jimmy won't throw it if, if it's called. Jimmy. He really had me fooled for a minute when he's talking about wanting freedom. Dude, get out of here. Dude, what are you doing? Who are you <laughs> the fooling with that? The deep balls were that, bro. I don't know. Did Who you, are you see? fooling with that? Yeah. I saw it too, and other people saw it, but the way that JT O'Sullivan broke down that play where he got sacked and they were, they had the second chance because Jimmy always gets second chances at winning games when he doesn't do it the first time around. Mm -hmm. He got a second chance. He takes a sack. All right. He has, I forget who it is, running straight up the seam, wide open, doesn't throw it his way. And then the pocket starts to close. And instead of stepping up, and there's nobody there, just step up in the pocket and keep your eyes downfield. He's like, oh, I'm going to try to run, and he takes a sack. It's just like the most amateur play I've ever seen. No, you know what the most – That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that he, yeah that's what I was going to say. Juan says, keep doing what you're doing. You guys are great. Kyle Shanahan sucks. I'm over him. He's overrated. We need a new head coach. OC. Woo! Dang, Juan. It's week four, but I feel you, man. Kevin says, Danny Gray, thoughts? I, he, we haven't had an opportunity. What? Here, here's, here's something to think about with Danny Gray. Twice in that Bears game – or no, excuse me, twice in that Seattle game when Jimmy came in, he lost his mind on the sidelines on Jimmy Garoppolo, right? This is a rookie coming in. Ayuk used to do the same thing, and all of a sudden he was in the doghouse, miraculously. Mm -hmm. So if you're a rookie coming into a vet team that is one with Jimmy and loves Jimmy, and you're losing your mind on the quarterback. I didn't see this. I didn't Probably see this. not going to play a lot. That, that was caught on camera? I didn't see this. Yeah. Yeah, if you go watch the L22, you'll see him just like freaking out. <laughs> oh, wow. Very interesting. Um, T7 says, how do you feel about Debo looking hurt after running the ball, getting handed the ball to run it right again right after? I don't know. It felt like he was getting dinged up, getting lit up. I don't, yeah. The the Running him at the end of the half was negligence beyond belief, in my opinion. I just I don't understand the thought process. Dominic says, "If Fred Warner uh, is Fred Warner the heart and soul of the defense? Yeah, maybe. Seems like it. I don't know. What do you think? Man, I don't. Heart and soul? I don't I don't know because when Fred was out last year, they I mean Aziz stepped in pretty good. That's true. I I just think that there's a lot of really good players. I I think Fred is probably one of the better leaders on the team. I'll say that, but I don't know about heart and soul, man. I just think there's a lot of talent on this defense. I mean, if you had everybody else playing and took Fred Warner out, you think this defense wouldn't dominate still? I, I think it would. I do. But but he's saying heart and soul, like to me, when I was in the locker room after the game, the guy who was the most upset, the most visibly upset was him. Uh, so I, I don't know. In that sense, he's like the emotional hub of the defense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I okay. I guess I could get with that. Because it ain't Bosa. <laughs> Dave Barclay no, says, I, no. <laughs> I want a cone beanie to wear with a long sleeve cone zone shirt. All right. Well, I'm having dinner with my uh, 
business partner tomorrow. So we'll talk about all these ideas. Thank you. FP says, uh, bringing Kaepernick as a throwing QB with Jimmy. Kaepernick. Talk about not being in football shape. Yeah, talk about dude. not being in football shape. What about Cam, though? Kyle Ryan, the defense guru. Yeah, that's right. He really is a defensive guru. He's gonna, he needs to rebrand himself. If, if Cap, I'm a defensive if Cap coach. was, I don't know, you, Jonathan. 80% of what he was, I would take Cap. But I, I think it's hard with Cap, right? Because people love Cap. They like the nostalgia of Cap. I mean, shit, I got a Cap signature sitting right behind me. But when you're out of the league for as long as you are, like we have to respect the league a little bit. The league is quickly moving and very, very good. Nobody can just come in off the street and instantly be good. It, it's Look at Watson, how much he struggled in the limited we saw him, and he's only been out for a year and a half. Yeah, if you want to bring back Colin Kaepernick and have him be a player, like you honestly probably need to <laughs> bring him in for years. Like You'd have to prepare him for – he'd have to be in all your offseason. You have to treat him like he's 21, but he's 35. It would take a yeah. long time and a lot of commitment. I don't think anyone's going to do it. Cap running back with Jimmy QB, I mean, I, Cap is older than me. I don't know how much quick twitch Cap has left. Man, we're old. Cap's almost 35 years old. I, I used to be fast. I used to be able to run a 4.5. I could probably run a 4.9 right now. So I don't know what Cap's running. But he also hasn't taken any hits. I mean, he's probably pretty fresh, fresh legs. I'll say that. <laughs> he's got fresh legs. Fresh tread. All right, that's the show. Thanks for watching. Um, Niners are uh, back at practice tomorrow. And they play on Monday night, so we'll see what uh, let's see what Kyle has to say. Jimmy doesn't talk on the same time day as Kyle anymore. I've never seen this. They have him talk the next day. I don't know what it is, but it's interesting. Wonder, yeah, I wonder days. what's up with that. I'll say it's this real strange. quick: uh, twenty-five minutes, so fifteen after the hour. I'm having on an LA insider, so we're gonna go behind enemy lines, talk to them about the Rams, break down the game together. So tap in over at Last Second Sports. That'll be on 15 minutes after the hour. Sounds great. Jonathan says, love you, Grant. Been watching since 2019. Thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate it. Thanks for watching, everyone. Be back tomorrow. Take care.